0: It's the 919 Vice Podcast, alongside Adam Eshball and Wayne Holt. I'm Joe Ovias. Big thanks to our sponsors, Breeze Through, Locations across North Carolina, locations across the Triangle. I mean, October is just wild, y'all. We got football, basketball is right around the corner. The Canes will eventually come back from their fare-induced West Coast road trip. And you can get all your tailgate needs at Breeze Through. Speaking of tailgating, we're going to have an OG tailgate on November 11th. That's going to be an our wings are better than your wings against Buffalo. Forty dollar uh, entry fee. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean there, parking. There, there is going to be a forty dollar entry fee. Like we, we're not giving away tickets. We're not giving away parking. But so we, you can do. We'll have wings and beer if you want. So you can do
1: that. There's no rights I'm you not, have to dispute. I'm not broadcasting. We're just tailgating. you're not broadcasting. We're
0: just tailgating. What's oh. the big
1: deal? just having a it's tailgate just a tailgate gotcha.
0: just a tailgate y'all
1: well if you'd use the park Whiz app i think it's like 31 30. yeah, i think it's 30
0: it's 30 but uh, it's yeah we'll, steal. we'll be mean, picking up. oh yeah it's a bargain yeah we'll be picking up some good aids from breeze through and of course thanks to whitaker and hamer uh for sponsoring the 919 vice podcast i believe we had our legal team at whitaker and hamer make sure that we weren't you know doing any rights issues we're just yeah. having a tailgate
2: so yesterday those guys from fuquay right uh they're in garner Okay, where did I see something that had? Well, they registered? have
0: offices all over. Okay, they had an address. They got all the way, G's like, covered. Really? They're but yeah, way? but okay. yeah, they got they got multiple offices okay. across okay. North Carolina. Uh, so this, I mean, I don't know. Is, is this like a whip it out contest of who had the much more exciting week? No. No, just when people start
1: doing that, I literally shrink
0: away knowing I'm gonna lose anyway. Yeah, you hit the cold shower. Right. Is that what happens? I was in the pool. I don't even Good need drinker. the cold
1: shower. I just <laughs> Oh that's I just state. know it'll never compare hey, to look, Wayne's experience that he's gonna look. look, you gotta put this man on a clock yeah like be, all right Wayne you got 90 seconds yeah look. like otherwise it's gonna take over the show and this show's never gonna end when he starts telling you about
0: the sphere some of us are growers and not showers uh Wayne just wants to show all the time well I mean you so know. Wayne so Wayne kicked off his 61st birthday with some smoked old fashions and a ridiculous hundred dollar <laughs> plus bloody Mary <laughs> right and then he ends up in Vegas
2: didn't
1: I didn't know you were going to Vegas
2: yes sir buddy um Went out to see you two. At 85 the sphere, seconds left, and it was amazing. Uh, had a couple of really good cocktails. Uh, we stayed at the
0: Venetian. The Venetian has so, right, got the, 40 plus restaurants. The Sphere. Tell me about the freaking Sphere, man. I've seen some pictures. I, know, I you're not the only person that I've known that has gone in the last. I can't week to even go check explain it, it to you. I it mean, looks
2: insane. You can see the outside of it and see all the things they can do with you know the Earth, the Moon, oh the sun, emojis, the stars, the emojis, all that crap. Right, all that stuff. Um, going inside and actually like I can show you all the videos that I took and you still aren't going to understand it until you get there. Sure. But one of the coolest things no, man. was- man, you
1: just don't understand. You don't get it, you don't. man. No, you just don't You get had it. to be there,
2: man. You're in my time, boys. You're in my time. You can reclaim that time. So one of the things that I thought was really cool, to me the coolest part of it was um, the stage, uh, behind the stage at one point, they did the background of the city. So it was as if you were sitting uh, watching a concert on the side of the road in the city just looking at the city and then they started deconstructing the entire city one building at a time until it all turned into a desert with the mountains behind it then it turned into an ocean coming in and all of this is You know, it's video, it's video pixels. The whole thing, inside and outside, it's all pixels. I mean, the
1: entire thing's a screen, right? It is. Multiple
2: screens. Yes. It it was amazing. It was, um, you know, I'm not a big U2 fan. Uh, Jessica is. She's seen them twice before. But the experience of of them and that concert and the whole thing was just amazing. You know, Vegas is Vegas, you know. We had some good food. We gambled $60 worth of gambling, and that was it. I'm not a gambler. Gambling was
1: by far the cheapest thing you did there. You know, I
2: build houses, spec houses for a living. That's my gamble. So I'm good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, me and gambling are not. I don't. know, I guess the charms of Vegas are lost on me. Uh, because Fremont Street, Fremont was that. still amazing. You would enjoy that, Joe. Old, no, so. I mean, Old Vegas is fun. No, I've been. I've been like, for I a mean, day. R- sure, and I think that's probably my that's probably my limit on that. I mean, the last time the last time I was in Vegas was 2019, uh, and that was basically flying to Vegas direct from Southwest, cheapest flight, so that we could go on this national park extravaganza. Yeah, um, and then we hit Vegas. Vegas was a Because of some trip logistics and tagging on Yosemite, we actually circled back through Vegas and stayed there a night. Regardless, it's... You go, you see the lights, you go to some restaurants. For my purposes, I'd rather go to New York than Las Vegas at this point. If I'm going to be spending a lot of money and I'm not a gambler and I want to see shows and I want to have really crazy um, expensive meals, well, then I'd rather go to... Because free... Cheap Vegas is dead. Um,
2: uh, yes and no. I mean, I, I won't disagree with what you're saying back on New York, because I love New York. Um, but the sphere is not in New York, and um, the new Fountain Blue Hotel is not in New York. Mm-hmm. And so so Vegas always has that ever-changing. Uh, th- what's the next big new sure. thing?
0: They're going to have Super Bowls. Sure. Like, it's weird how it's
1: literally in the middle of nowhere, and... Then there's all this stuff. Yeah. Well, and so everything's
2: huge. We yes. did the helicopter ride out to the Hoover Dam in the Grand Canyon and it dropped, <laughs> dropped down into Canyon, had a champagne toast, and flew back in. But when you come over Lake Mead. you
0: that champagne toast in there like it
2: was not. When you. When you J- Jessica gave me that for my birthday. Oh, you, When you come. No. When you come over Lake Mead and you, and you come over the top of that last mountain yeah. and you're looking at the city from a helicopter, it's real. Right. Uh, 200 feet below. Uh, what it was designed for. But it's, it's really cool to see that city. And then the, you know, I've been to Vegas, I don't know, 10 or 12 times total now. I'd never seen a swimming pool. in because I just, I was always there for a convention. I'd never been there just to go and hang out. Did you hit a day party? We did not hit a day party, but we did walk <laughs> up to the pool deck, but the fountain blue is going to have a six acre pool deck. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Venetians so, got one of those ridiculous. They do. And that's yeah. where we went. That's where we stayed. So we yeah. went up to that, but you know, um, the prices of drinks, so most of the cocktails we had were 20 to $22, mm-hmm. uh, including the one over at Fremont, on Fremont Street, where it was um, a 16-ounce plastic cup, and the guy had the little jigger that you pour uh, the whiskey in, and it's you know a, a one-ounce pour, two-ounce pour, and then there's a little bit at the top left. He filled that glass up twice. Oh, jeez. Twice, running over twice, and I yeah. ordered the best the best bourbon they had or whiskey they had was a Jack Daniel's single barrel. Okay, so he fills that thing up twice and then tops it off with ice, and it comes all the way to the top of that 16 ounce cup with the ice. It was twenty bucks. Damn. It was twenty only twenty bucks. Okay, I was expecting. I'm like. And Jessica got a uh, sixty dollar drink. I'm getting. She got a vodka tonic that was the same way. It had so much vodka in it that he had maybe an ounce of tonic in it, and it was the same way. And it was forty bucks for the two. And I'm thinking I'm probably going to spend sixty for one of these, but nope, forty bucks. Okay, that's not it's bad. Like nuts. That's not bad. Yeah. And the sides there that's better than the fair. The sides there. There was uh, there's this one. Um, you know they have the 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 sideshows. Yeah. And they got these little circles in the street, and that's where the sh- sideshows are. And you you can't go in that circle unless they allow you. Well, this one woman was dressed as a nun (laughs) with huge saggy boobs, not in a bra, and just had a pasty on the end, and was taking pictures with people. Sweet. It was like, are That's you
0: Vegas. kidding me, man? Good work if you can find it. yeah, man. <laughs> this podcast thing doesn't work out. My boobs Might as well head on out. It
2: was. And some of the stuff, yeah, it was like, there was some side shows for of sure. Of course, of course. And, but they had a band that was playing. They were all dressed up in their
0: Halloween costumes. It
2: was, the band was amazing. That yeah,
0: was I mean, great. there's old Vegas. I mean, my, yeah. uh, all I'm saying is that, you know, I have, I have a friend who goes to Vegas every year because he, like, he's a poker guy. Yeah. And uh, he stays. He stays over in the Fremont area. He stays in the old Vegas part at, at the D. Um, but you can find that kind of stuff. But when I was a kid, the whole thing was you go. You're paying like nine ninety nine for an all you can eat buffet. They still have those. those they still, still exist. There. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, still there. Okay. There might be eleven ninety nine now. But I think, oh, sure. I, actually, I thought of one that was eight ninety nine. And you know, your drinks yeah. get comped because they just want you to stay. And you're gambling when you're getting. Yep. Your get, you got to be comped. You, you got to be sitting there gambling and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, but like. I don't know. I guess you got to play the game. Sometimes I don't want to play the game just to get the free stuff. And then, of course, there's also the hotel fees now, yeah, right? 50 bucks per day for... On top of. On f- top of. On the, top of. Because I remember, uh, again, in 2019... What's the fee? What, it's, a it's a resort
2: a, it's a, fee. It's a resort fee. <laughs> for... Great question. Who don't knows. know. We used uh, to call it the motorcycle business ADP, at a dealer profit. Yeah,
0: because
2: <laughs> because I stayed at the Venetian. So you need that clear coat. <laughs> in
0: 2019, 2019 stayed at the Venetian because uh, my Coastal credit card. I forgot. Like I'm, I'm not making this up. I forgot that I had a credit card at Coastal that had rewards to it. Like I don't. So I went and looked, and I had all these points. Nice. I didn't know what to do with these points. So I'm like, okay, well, let's get a hotel. So I ended up getting a night at the Venetian free through hotel points. It still cost me like $75. Yeah, so we did a a, uh,
2: package through something called Vibe via B-E-E um baby yeah it was you know they, they packaged the whole thing the room the concert the vip sure. you didn't have to go through lines They had some special things you could do um but on top of what i already paid which was a lot you know two months ago when i booked it mm-hmm. there was the 50 here and the oh, something yeah. there and, but you're right it was about 75 bucks per person Yeah, man when it's all said and done I per day i mean i guess they don't want you to i don't know what happens in vegas stays in vegas including
1: your, your money. money i was in vegas actually 11 years ago today okay <laughs> popped up on my facebook memory wow but we stayed in a VRBO, um, uh, like a condo, penthouse condo uh, at the MGM. It's connected yep. underground to the MGM Grand, but it's, it's MGM it. Signature. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we got a really good deal on it. But, like Vegas for me, I don't need to go back. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go back. Like, it's, a place- it's just not my thing. No,
0: yeah, no somebody, shade somebody. on anybody no, who, no. If, who if Vegas loves Vegas is it, your thing. If the, it's your thing, it's your thing. I will say this. I do have mm-hmm. one Vegas thing I want to do still. I want to go to the Sphere. Yeah.
1: I would like to go I to the Sphere. I would go for like one night on my way to Napa or something. Uh, like, uh, oh, Because have Napa I told you guys about Yeah, <laughs> I know. About you, Napa? you and Bob. You and Bob yeah, are hanging out. Yeah, I should tell you guys about Napa something so to remind me.
0: What I would like to do is I would like to go to a sports book on that Thursday or Friday of the NCAA tournament, first round. I bet it's insane. And just hang out from noon until, (coughs) right? And just kind of people watching, putting money down. Like, I would like to do that. That would be entertaining.
1: What was weird is we were in Caesar's sports book on a Thursday at like 5 o'clock, and the Thursday night football game was on, oh, you yeah. know, and you're like, it's light outside. What's what's yeah. going on? But yeah. no, I, yeah. realized, I, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember yeah.
0: East coast. I, I remember doing that. We were in Arizona. <laughs> we were in Phoenix for the final four. And I remember sports coming on at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening right now? This is so weird. 10 a.m. Sunday morning football. game. I mean, that's not the worst thing, honestly. Uh, while you were in Vegas, uh, I went to the fair. I actually went to the fair last night and, um, I want to go. I haven't been yet, dude. It's but I want to well, go one morning. I just want to go more. Yeah, and we I got haven't this.
1: even discussed our fair food. Uh, no, that's, that's why I brought it up. It's pretty amazing.
0: That's, that's why I was going to bring it up because yeah, we have not talked about uh, going to the media day um, or or just the fair experience in general. So ended up going last night, and I wanted to get the I wanted to get the deep fried sushi, the the, gi- the, the gimba, gim- from, gimba from uh, from from I didn't realize. Bo from Bo's Kitchen was over there doing that thing. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, I wanted to get because I had a sampling of it at the fair media day, so I wanted to see yeah. what it was like from the fair itself. And I it did the, made me a little flight. Oh, nice! I got I got to taste all three or four. I did the spam at the media day. I did the bokogi, the Korean beef. Yeah. At the fair, with that, oh, it's making my mouth water with that sauce. Mm. That's that whatever spicy aioli. That spicy whatever it was, it was fantastic. And we talk about bang for your buck. The issue that I have with the fair sometimes is that I get it. It's expensive. It's the fair. The fair's always like been expensive. It's expensive. It's, it's always been expensive. It's <laughs> the Vegas of, 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 the North, Vegas Carolina. of North Carolina. <laughs> well, based on some of the outfits that I saw, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's so, just another story. Yeah. But I, to me, it's probably the best bang for your buck. So I think it was like $18 for the Kogi. It's a full meal. It's a full meal. And it comes with chopsticks, too. That's the best part. Because when it falls apart, you can pick it up with the chopsticks. In terms of what you're walking away from, a full meal for $18, it is a bargain. An absolute bargain. A big fan of that. I'm uh, a big charcoal hearth guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to have my charcoal Owl, hearth. You know, al's Fries. Al's Fries. Got to have those, too. Hot Wisconsin cheese. And usually food. get a hot dog. I mean, those are always, the three things. always screaming,
1: good. Scream, what is a screaming cow? Or something like that. Howling cow. Howling, Howling cow. cow. from NC State. State, it's and Creamer. um, and what else? And the big pickle, the Mount Olive. Uh, yes, yes, you got to
0: do that. <laughs> but as I mentioned on uh, on the on the podcast today with me and Julio, what always cracks me up about the fair though is just the the people watching is always off the charts, and I just love that fashion has gone back to where it was in the nineties. Much like Vegas, people oh. watching. Oh yeah, well the people. I mean, watching so, Vegas. so
2: we kind of did the same thing, Joe. I just just went a different the different situation. Yeah, I just went through the sphere. Other than uh, that, we did the same thing. Although my favorite thing,
0: thing my, my my favorite thing about the fair is we did the turkey shoot. Oh, it's me, Caleb, and Jacob did the turkey shoot. And it's just like, for lack of a better term, just normal looking people that are like, hee hee, we get to shoot a shotgun here at a target. Like the only time I'm ever going to shoot a gun all year is at the turkey shoot. And we're just chilling. All of a sudden, they're looking for like two more people. And this one guy comes up, camo hat, hunting oh, jacket. He was made for this. Hunting jacket, car hearts. Like just decked out, and Caleb looks at me and goes, "Well, that dude's winning." And I said, "Well, isn't that a little presumptive? You're know, just going based on, looks? especially with a shotgun, like just because those he's wearing, go everywhere. just because he's wearing camo and he like looks like a guy that might be hunting doesn't mean that he actually is going to do this." Guess who won the turkey, Caleb? That guy. That's like, fine. wasn't even close. And I actually had a good shot. Wasn't even close. Well, I mean, the thing with the shotgun
2: pellet. Is, oh, it's fresh. And if you're shooting, you know slugs, which you can't do there. But no, then there'd be some accuracy in it.
0: No, this guy had. This guy was you sure, shooting birdshot at that, or it's, yeah, it's, it's essentially so what it is. is. Yeah, of course, kids didn't even hit. It's <laughs> so a little funny. Really, they did not hit. Wow, how far away at, is the target? Uh, it's like thirty yards.
2: Thirty yards.
0: Yeah. It, that's no, 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 not 30 like yards. I never realized they
1: had an actual shotgun. Like, no,
0: shot no, no, not 30 yards. It's like 30, 40 see, feet. It's see, not uh, that far. Yeah, it's probably more like 15 mm-hmm. yards. Yeah. Um, really? I can't do yeah, it's that. Actual
1: that live gun and everything.
0: Yeah, it's been there for years. Yeah. Yeah, is the it way- Is 12 gauge? What are you shooting? The way like? they, I don't even know. Like, you're at like the only gun I can identify is a Nintendo Zapper. Well, no, I get that, but I've never
1: experienced
0: such I've shot it years
2: ago, but no, that's not the only gun they have. They got the BB that you shoot the star out,
0: remember? Yeah, there's that. So got those things are chained to the, they're yeah, all yeah. chained to the thing. But yeah. the way they do the turkey shoot is they they bring in um, semi-truck trailers, and they use three to enclose it, and then they put a bunch of haystacks up on the, the back end, and then they put the targets at the bottom. And everything is fenced off. The guns are roped in. They've got the safety mm-hmm. stuff. They give you the instruction. They give you your shell. They won't give you a shell unless you have... You know, your target claiming that you've paid your money, all that stuff. I mean, it's uh, the JC's
2: freaking do a really lawyers, job. man. I Like back in the good old days when you just walked in there, the guns were leaning up there against the thing. You walked in, they handed you a shell, and you'd. Uh, no, no, everybody no. Knew There's to point There's a process Everyone now. knew to point it downhill, but there is a
0: process now. It's like now. I used to bring my own shells. So we're at the butcher's market. <laughs> Pretty much. We're at the butcher's market today. Uh, and Butcher's Market's been sponsoring Ovi's and from, uh from the jump. So we appreciate that. And we're going to hang out with Kenneth here in a second, and we're going to talk about. Uh, how the butcher's market has grown, uh, what they do beyond just having meat behind the case. And of course, we're gonna eat y'all. So let's get ready. So we're hanging out in the super secret layer of the butcher's market off Falls of the Noose. and Kenneth is hanging out with us. I didn't yeah, i've been I've been to this butcher's market so many times, and I didn't know any of this existed. Oh, yeah. It's a, this store is a lot bigger than the front of the house would lead you to believe. Absolutely. That's kind of why it's home base. So what's
3: what's going on behind the magic doors? <laughs> so here in Raleigh, we have pretty much our, our kitchen space. Okay. So kitchen space, warehouse space. Uh, this was previously where kind of our offices were. Um, but yeah, this is whenever you come in, get your prepared foods, get your mm. smoked bacon. This is where it's coming from.
0: Okay. Okay. And how many so, lo- how many locations are you up to now? Six. Okay. So all in the triangle. I know there's one out in uh, Wilmington. Wilmington now. Right? Yep. Okay.
3: So everything,
2: all the
0: prepared stuff, comes from here.
3: Yes. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Good deal. All your pimento cheese, chicken salad, um, our dinner done easies, mm-hmm. uh, which you can find in the uh, the two door freezer out front. The Manicotti's Everything's money. What was the, the original? great.
2: What's the OG store? Carrie.
3: Carrie. That's what I was thinking. Because mm-hmm. it started off under a different name than. Yeah. Changed it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Previously, yeah. then you got to bring up old stuff. No, because I, <laughs> cause Cause I live stuff. in
2: Cary, and I go to that one frequently, and I... That was the... So you've been around a while. You I like how you just it. name
1: dropped OG so so casually too. Ooh, man, you know, Joe, this guy—he's supporting a team, man. Yeah, he's know. a team player. Got to do That's what right. you got to do. Hey,
0: hey, did you did you vote for Ovi's and Gillio best podcast? I got six emails. And I, used I got all yes. my emails <laughs> going after that thing because yes, I.
2: This
0: is going to be no more fun on, than to go to that. I dwell background. on <laughs> discomfort and irony. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, what? Uh, we're a podcast now, so. There's a category for best podcast. Let's go out and win it, man. I mean, that's, that's how if it can't it. It. be if it can't be us,
1: right, right. Well, that's a, that's a goal for next. Year. We we can't cannibalize ourselves, but, you but know.
0: How about that? That's a goal for next year. We're, we're going to get 919, uh, 919 vice nominated for next year. <laughs> we can put it right next to the nine one nine
1: beer. Oh, VCA. I looked at multiple the... multiple year winner. Did we win it a couple times? We won. We won it at least twice.
2: At least twice. Okay. I looked at the names on some of those podcasts and like. That one sounds a little provocative. Maybe sugar I daddy. should dial. It. Yeah, right.
0: Maybe I should dial in. that's actually a financial podcast. Is it? That's yeah, it, I went like I went and looked them up. I'm like, I've never heard of these podcasts, and I'm sure right. those people are looking. at I went I from going,
1: exciting to boring really right. quickly. Like,
0: and I'm sure they're like, yeah, well, who the hell are Ovi's and Jillio? And that's a valid. Well, you can't be a sugar dad if you don't have finance. That's a valid right? thing, man. That's I mean, a valid thing. I, like I like it. But yeah, sugar. Then there's something called the bro code as well that I thought was uh, was interesting. So I, I looked them up. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Regardless. Um, let's get back to nine one nine vice matters. So everything is being made here. So my question is what, what, what is the biggest stumbling block? Cause I think this is something that was found. I found interesting when we started doing the podcast and we started getting a little bit more, uh, we started promoting more aspects of the butcher's market. Mm-hmm. And I think there was some people, and I, and I, I kind of got this from social media from time to time. I was like, Oh, I didn't know they did that. Or yep. I didn't know they did that. Yep. And now that they know that you do that, they're like, well, hell, there you go. So, what do you think? You know, I get it. It's a butcher's
3: market, it's a butcher, it's mm-hmm. meat. But you all do way more than that right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so for people who don't know, we're a full service butcher shop and specialty grocer. Mm-hmm. So, basically, everything from your traditional ribeyes, strips, fillets, all the more exotic meats, we want to be your one stop shop, whether you're smoking, grilling, throwing something in the crock pot. We want to be where you go and get everything you need. And then, you know, full, uh, full Boar's Head deli. Mm-hmm. So once we brought the deli on board, we were like, well, we can make a rockin' sandwich. Yeah, man. Everybody coming from up north, they know about Boar's Head. Mm-hmm. They love their meats. They love their cheeses. Let's throw some, some sandwiches in the mix. Okay. So that was probably year one or two and it took off from there. When you say exotic, what's the most exotic? I mean, I've seen
0: things like oxtail, that kind of stuff, but what would be the most exotic meat you've got in that freezer?
3: Ooh. I mean, we got veal, venison, mm-hmm. got the bison. Yeah. Snake from time to time. Ooh, okay. Horse crab legs, which isn't super exotic, but uh, we have some some pretty
0: So, any,
1: the, any the, ostrich in there?
0: Oh, yeah.
3: The, the bi- Okay, so
1: the
0: bison I find interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I've. You know, bison to me, I think that the knowledge or the awareness of bison as an alternative leaner Mm -hmm. meat has taken off in the last 10 to 15 years. I'm a a huge fan of bison. Yes. Love it. Um,
3: Why don't you keep that in the main case? Selling wise. Okay. Um, Definitely a product that doesn't move as fast. Gotcha.
1: De- well, yeah, they're so much bigger, right? It's not like you know, and, and not like deer. Wow, it's,
3: it's certainly a little bit more of a, a, a difficult product to get in. If if you wanted to just get steaks or I know, see a lot of the time it's going to be ground. Yes, which which is you know an easy thing to pick up. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to do some bison burgers, which are yeah, bur- no, to awesome. me the bison
0: burgers are like the easiest thing. I've done bison ground tacos too. Oh yeah, ground uh, ground bison tacos. Those are really really good. I'm a big fan of that. I don't know, maybe because uh, I don't think Ted's Montana Grill is around here anymore. Um, did you? Do you remember that place? I do remember that place. Remember Ted there, was there was one at South Point. There was one at South Point. There was one over at Triangle Town Center as well.
2: You're still, The one at South Point still exists, Is right? the one at South Point still exists? I haven't been to South Point in a while. It's uh, been
0: a minute. I'm not what you call a mall person. I, I'm yeah, not either, fine.
2: but we would not know these mall people anymore. Oh, Jessica had something to take back to, um, I don't know, whatever the fancy story is there at South Point. And, um, That'd be the Nordstrom. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Um, so you can tell I don't shop there because I couldn't remember the yeah, night. I've been, to, I've been uh, to Nordstrom from time. But, to time. but the uh, the sign's still up across the street anyway. Oh, okay. So before we get too far, can, tell us tell us who you are here because obviously Joe and Adam know you.
3: Yes, and I don't. So you, <laughs> you've been here <laughs> for a while. Sounds like so. so. I my official title is is training manager of the butcher okay. market. So basically, whenever a new store opens. I'll go out and, and spend anywhere from from two to three months uh, in that said store. Um, case in point, when we opened our Wilmington and Wake Forest locations, I went down to Wilmington and lived there for for about three months, uh, maybe a little bit longer. But I helped with the build out the final couple of weeks. Employees start coming in, so we start getting kind of the basics down: who we are, what do we do, what are the expectations, um, and then open the doors. And then it's it's all set sales from there. Um, everything from how to build the sandwich, to even the basics, like how to properly wrap a steak. There is intricacies to that. Just like wrapping a burrito, you have to do it a certain way. Yeah. So I kind of lay down that framework. And the last month I'm there is just making sure everything stays consistent. Um, and then I kind of start going out, start doing more check-ins uh, after I leave, come back every couple of weeks, making sure things are going good. When In the off season, so to say, when, when we're not opening stores, um, I do a lot of the marketing. So charity events, golf events, um, I'm, I'm out and about and that's really just getting food into people's hands and, and into their mouths and, and supporting the community. Have you been here since day one? Um, you mention year one. So, so I, um, probably about the time I was 15, I, uh, I went up, up front was just bagging groceries, bagging uh, groceries, opening the door, taking groceries out to cars, um, and then moved to pretty much full-time cash. And as I got older, I uh, moved behind the case, started learning the the meat intricacies, and turned 18, could start to use the the slicers, get get into the walk-in, and actually start butching. Um, Then I became a supervisor uh, right before college and started learning kind of the people side of things, how to manage people, how to talk to people, how to deal with situations, went to college, finished, and uh, came into the, the management role and getting to do a lot of marketing. That's actually what I went to school for. So, this is a privately held entity, or is it franchised? So, it is private. Uh, it's a father and son team. Cool. Um, it was, when we first started as the Meat House, it was a franchise. Right, yeah. Uh, they had the opportunity. Care, the carry Store was actually the first franchise uh, that extended, because uh, it started uh, up in the north. So... Carry opened, and a couple of years went by, and and then they had the opportunity to to branch off and really get start doing the things that, that they wanted to do. Expand the prepared line, start doing their own bacon, and, and expand recipes, and just do things a little bit differently. Um, so it's it's totally privately owned at this point. Cool. Okay.
0: Now, I, I wanted to get back to the 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 butcher aspect of this. Um, it's a it's a trade. Absolutely, being a butcher is a trade. Hundred percent. And I think there is uh, a lost art in that. Oh, yeah. People might not realize that you can make good money being a butcher. Mm -hmm. Like, if you know what you're doing. Absolutely. Uh, Because it's not just... Anybody who's seen Gangs of New York understands what you're talking (laughs) about. If you don't know what you're doing, you'll have a nickname (laughs) called Nubby. That's true. You got to be really careful about those types of things. And this is where quality cuts of meat come into play. Mm -hmm. And, you know. People can talk about cost, price. You you get what you pay for, ultimately. Oh, yeah. You do. Um, And I I think when it comes to steak in particular, and this comes from only being old now, it's like, well, why am I going to pay for this when I can go get this for X amount? Well, Mm -hmm. you come to find that out when you put it on. You're like, why does this steak always come out terrible? Well, (laughs) some of it is you, but some of it is also the meat, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, and then you come to find out when you, you take the time and buy the right stuff, get mm-hmm. the stuff that's been properly, uh, cut, uh, presented, etc., cetera, wrapped, as you said, mm-hmm. like all the, like, you know, cause storage matters too. Oh yeah. All those things. And you put it on the grill and you're going, oh, mm-hmm. I see the difference now. And then you mm-hmm. don't, you don't want to go back. So I think that's important, uh, dis- important distinction about what you're getting at when you're coming to a place like butcher's market. Um, you're you're dealing with high quality high quality stuff, and again, it's not even just the cut of meat too. I can make the argument about the chicken is, oh, yeah. it's not just red meat like mm-hmm. the chicken. I was actually doing the uh, the, the charred jalapeno and garlic That's chicken breast favorites. the other night, one of my faves because because uh, it it really does go well as you know chicken tacos or fajitas. Exactly. Same with the ancho lime
3: ones too. I'm a big fan of those. That's one thing I really do like to try to push because a lot of people will will go home and and just throw a chicken breast on the grill and throw it on the plate, which is totally fine. No, it's a great piece of protein, but don't do that. All the amazing recipes that you can put together, you know, case in point, kind of like our cowby steak tips. Mm-hmm. You can throw a really nice stir fry together with those things. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, sun-dried tomato.
3: Def- you can make a really nice salad. So really expanding people's horizons and the recipes that they're making to, to introduce those marinades. And
0: whatever blend you use on the vegetables too, is
3: i would uh, be, let's say um, in most stores, that's going to be the garlic pepper.
0: Okay, um, it's a blend. Okay, yeah, because I've done the the vegetable medley a lot, a lot of times, just to kind of throw that, you know. And the oh, mushrooms man. are money. Yeah, <laughs> Brussels sprouts. And the twice baked too. potatoes are money. Brussels sprouts are always good too. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, now I'm getting hungry, um, which I think is why we're here, right? We're here to eat. Is that what it is? That's why I'm here. That's why I mean, here? I'm the, not talking because I'm, I was I'm eating salivating the, <laughs> too
2: much. <laughs> okay. I was eating off the samples out there with the bread and the uh, chicken. I came
1: in and Wayne's posted up. <laughs> of course
2: he
0: is. <laughs> Turning up. <laughs> Free snacks? He's all about that. <laughs> uh, one other one other item before we actually get to the the eating portion of this would be it, you've got the case. You've, you've got things that are already prepared like the mac and cheese with the bacon mm-hmm. and everything else. Low key, <laughs> you guys have a... Um, you guys have a pasta salad too. Oh like, yeah, like a Mediterranean pasta salad. Mm-hmm. That one's that, that's really really good. Um, but you have wine. You have beer. We do absolutely. You have all those things. Mm-hmm. So who's who's in
3: charge of of pulling you know what goes on the shelf in terms of beer? So on a Store to store basis, the uh, the management team kind of has free reign for what they want to bring in. Okay, so you're going to find different brands um, and and different options at, at each store. There will be some that carry over, um, you know, especially some of your your top brands uh, around, especially the triangle, because that's one of our big things. When you walk into the store, most of what we're trying to do is, is bring you local products, mm-hmm. whether it's the sauces on the shelf, the spices, but especially the beer and wine. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great breweries around here. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so a lot of the stuff you'll find will be from, from right here. Okay.
1: Yeah. We, we used to do a beer podcast. Yeah. Focused on a lot of the breweries around here. That's, I remember those. Now days. we've expanded.
0: I believe that. Now was we a, talk meats. I believe that was a voters <laughs> choice award winner. Twice. Twice. Twice over. And a finalist. Vote, times. vote for the OG. <laughs> <laughs> Give them some love. All right, so um, are we taking orders here? Do you got something planned? So I just say, "Hey, man, steak and cheese"? Why mess? It's with kind you. of
3: free, kind of free willie. Whatever we want to do, whatever you guys are I mean, uh, hankering
0: for. Like one of the one of the big success things, and, and Kenneth, you can tell me if I'm full of shit or not. Um, now we can cuss we on this podcast you are, too. Didn't have to tell <laughs> you. When it comes to the steak and cheese, right? Yes. I've never had the steak because even I was unaware mm-hmm. that you guys had a steak and cheese sandwich. Now, this steak mm-hmm. and cheese sandwich is using the signature steak tips, right? It is. Mm. And then where do you get Which the Which you can't screw up? No. No, you can't. You cannot yes, you can. screw you those can, up. You can overcook cook them. Other no, eggs. no, you, that's not you true. You can't. It's Dude, not. Trust tr- me. Wayne. I mean, you
1: can char the heck out Wayne. of them, I guess. I don't but, even try. But Wayne, trust me, like, I have no. I
0: have made the mistake. Here's the here's here's if the, if they're well done, they're still amazing. Right. That's the wild part. And I would say that so and what I'm not called just, jerky though. And I'm not I'm not even just saying this because we're hanging out, but the signature steak tips I've had left over, you know, it's what's like you basically want like four people, what, two pounds, right? Yeah, about so. Usually, it's about a half pound per person for an adult. Okay. so And I always ask that question like an idiot because I always forget. <laughs> uh, but they're always really chill about it. Like, hey, we always say this. Cool. All right, give me two pounds. Um, there's usually one hunk of steak left, uh-huh. one steak tipped left, yep. no matter what, which is fine. I'm not complaining because, hey, man, leftovers for the next day. I'll throw that bad boy under the broiler, char it up. It's well done at this point. Uh-huh. It's well done at this point. I'm an, an air fryer. I've done that. Yeah. I've put it in the I air fryer. I have not tried that. Put it in the air fryer. That's actually... Yeah, uh, just put it
1: on a piece of foil. Put it I don't in the know, if, really I don't know if I actually heat that. Reheat that, that
0: thing. But I put it under the broiler to heat it back up. It gets well done. I'll slice it up, put it on a steak, like put it on a taco. Mm-hmm. It's great. Flour tortilla, some cheese, <laughs> a little bit of sauce. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. they're the best fresh,
1: but... Yes, <laughs> but they <laughs> hold up. If, if you do them on the grill and you get a, a hot spot that
2: you don't realize... It's fine. It's going to be totally fine. It's totally fine.
1: I don't know how you do it, <laughs> so good. but it works.
0: It
2: absolutely Why are you leaving works? that thing on the grill, man? Huh? It might hit the grill. Like, I get the egg at 700. No. And I, oh, the, oh, and I, and I throw them, and all I'm doing is turning it, buddy, and it's gone. It's the I mean, it's style. No, I, mean, nice. I, I got a
0: busted old Weber that I can't, you know. It's always an adventure every time I, I fire up the charcoal We're going to need to do something about that. Yeah, well, I'm not there on the egg, man. The egg's okay. way too expensive for me. I've got, and they they are, I don't
3: grill it. enough. Yeah. I've got one I might be getting rid of. <laughs> well, like I said, and I not. will admit, something like the egg, like on a weekday, you're just throwing trying, trying to throw a steak on. Yeah, man. Just, it's, a, it's a good bit of work. But yes. on the weekend, you're trying to do something special, trying yeah. to do a, whether it's a pizza, whether it's ribs, whether it's a brisket. Yeah. I know like, the one in Kerry used to always have an egg out front that oh, we're yeah. cooking on. You guys mm-hmm. still do that we here? Used, we actually used to smoke our bacon on the eggs. Yeah. Nice. Before we got the kitchen, we had a Bacon and eggs are a traditional
0: pairing. I mean. Yeah good point uh so i'm ch- where it's at for me I'm, I'm all down with the steak and cheese so and
3: you guys do the fries here
0: yes we do oh like, the
3: fries aren't always you do in all locations we don't have a fryer in all locations okay and they put the you guys put that garlic uh seasoning on the fries right uh so we actually have like a i think it's a paprika
0: Oh, is it okay? Yeah. There's something you put on the fries that makes mm. it really, really good.
3: It's either usually it's if you want it a little bit spicy, it's kind of the paprika, which give a little bit of a smokiness mm-hmm. as well, um, or it's just salt and pepper. We okay. have a, we have a really nice camp mix. Can't miss that. Um, up. Um, that is kind of a salt and pepper mix. You got some some garlic in there, and that'll go on there sometimes, which is awesome. If you nice. if you want like a, a a really good just upgrading your your salt and pepper, the the camp mix is where it's okay. at. Okay. All right. So that's I'm going for the steak and cheese, guys. I don't know about y'all.
1: I'll, I'll go with
2: whatever Ken feels
0: well, like why that. don't
3: we do a little bit of a mix of things Mission. that's fine we can try some prepared stuff maybe throw some red meat on hey man I'm into it don't tease me with a good time <laughs> alright
0: we'll, uh, we'll do a little break here we'll come back we'll be talking about some food we are back and we are full Again. Some of us are still filling, apparently. Man. Yeah, Wayne. Wayne's going to... Wayne, quality of the podcast about to go up. What's Wayne's up? Still oh,
1: darn it. <laughs> he spit food all over the microphone. Okay. Great. <laughs> That's why we have these uh, covers.
0: And I was going to say, after going to the fair now here at the butcher's market, I need to detox. Uh, Next week, we'll do like a juice cleanse or something. <sighs> yeah, no kidding. We might go need Go over to Juice Keys. Might need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't think I can afford Juice Keys. Regardless, um... Let's go all right, Kath, let's talk about what you brought out, yes, uh the steak and cheese which we've talked about of course, that's signature steak tips, oh yeah, uh nice and chopped. what's the cheese you use on that American American cheese, mm-hmm. and it's like it's just it's gooey melted to perfection on mm-hmm. the bun where do you guys get the bread
3: from um so that's a that's a local, okay. local
0: company here because that's 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 key mm. and getting good like crusty bread to go with that sandwich. I'm a big fan of that you also brought out. That buffalo dip, mm-hmm. which is money with the chips. But what people might not realize is if you're looking for appetizers, little things to nibble on yes. while you're entertaining, you guys carry that stuff. And that's where the grape leaves come in. Mm-hmm. Now, Adam, you had not had the grape leaves I before? I had not had these grape leaves before. They're phenomenal. So they were with, really excellent. Same with those stuffed peppers. Those as stuffed well.
1: peppers, that might have stolen the show for me. They're yummy. Everything little, little
3: was spice, nice and cheese and, uh, mm-hmm. and prosciutto in there. They're mm-hmm.
0: yeah, excellent. I have nothing to complain about. And then they had the macaroni salad. Yep. And then there's the macaroni, which I know macaroni my, and cheese, macaroni and cheese. My mm-hmm. kids devour that all
3: the time. And then what was the cut of steak that you brought out? So that's a Denver steak. Okay. Um, really nice, kind of cheaper cut. It's coming from the uh, coming from the chuck. Um, really nice marbling throughout. Not a whole lot of fat. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for something quick, you kind of don't want to go your strip or ribeye or fillet route. Mm-hmm.
1: That's money. Okay. I literally feel like I might just
0: lie down on my back here. For <laughs> <laughs> we only have we only have a little bit more of this podcast to go, man. Yeah, but I, I could do it from it. from the floor. I think you can make it. I think no. Don't be Jilio. We, we,
3: might, still, have, we might have some me. pillows around. has got. There's Jilio's a, need, there's a I don't need right a
0: pillow. has got back problems, so sometimes he just lays out flat, like just with no. Yeah, I do too. No, I can't
1: do. It's that. actually it's actually really good to lower your heart rate. Oh, maybe I need to try that. Yeah. Like that and some nice slower deep breathing. Okay. It's good uh, good for anxiety. Makes sense. Do do that a couple times a day. Do you one of those put, like put upside
3: down, down boards
1: you have to feet, try that? The
0: inversion tables. Yeah.
1: My my, my neighbor has one of those things I'm awesome.
0: I'm into it. I'm into it. Um let's let's actually talk about the cuts of Yeah, I was gonna yeah.
1: say I wanna get into it. I wanna because I don't know them.
0: So the like Denver All right, so the Denver steak, like how much how much a pound is the Denver steak? Probably just over 10. Okay, that's not too bad. And then how much is the strip going for these days?
3: <sighs> I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Okay. A strip? Yeah, a strip, a strip steak? Yeah. I didn't uh, look at that. I
2: did I look even know at the going, uh, <clears throat> ribeye. looks the
0: fillets. You know
3: what the ribeye is going for? I'm a top choice. Probably somewhere in your teens. Okay. Can, all
1: right, let's just stop for a second. You said top choice. Mm-hmm. What are the grades and what does it mean?
3: So when it comes to grades, the USDA has, has a grading system for, for all your beef. Um, and that is going to be your fat content, your marbling content. And your marbling is really what is determining how tender and delicious your steak's going to be.
1: Which is why like Wagyu is so
3: expensive because... exactly. You've got the, the marbling's insane. Mm-hmm. Marbling and the fat content, and, and I mean, even down to like with wagyu, and it even comes down to what they're eating. You know, there, there's there's the perception of you know they're they're getting massaged, and, and a lot of the time it's it's really the what they're eating, um, and, and how they're raised. Um, but yeah, that that marbling is really the determining factor, and that's where like your top choice and your prime, and as you get up, you're gonna get more and more tender. So what's cuts. the highest grade? That'd be your A five wagyu. American, you have American Wagyu as well. Um, but if you're kind of just talking your, your day to day, it's going to be your prime. Okay. So,
1: well, that's what I'm asking. Like, oh, what that's what the, are with, the grades and what's the highest to? So least? like
3: <laughs> your, your bottom grade is going to be like your select and, and there's, you know, there's tiers within each. Um, so like, you know, you have your really low quality select, um, your choice, your top choice, uh, and then all the way up to your prime. And then you okay. start getting into your, 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 A tiers of Wagyu.
0: Okay. So Wagyu. Mm-hmm. Is this like a, is this like champagne? You can only call it champagne because it comes from France. So therefore the uh, the Kobe beef has to come from Japan. Is that, is that what we're dealing with here, right? Pretty much. So you know. Wagyu is essentially the American version of Kobe beef.
3: So Wagyu um, is actually, so it, it comes from overseas. Okay. Um, and you have uh, American Wagyu is not traditional, so to say. Okay. Okay. Um,
0: First, but first, the first and foremost, practice, what is... It's just sparkling
3: white wine at this point.
0: What is Kobe beef? A breed. It's a breed. Okay. And then what differentiates that from Wagyu?
3: Location, diet, and age. Okay. Which is pretty much... It, it can differ, even even within the States, it can differ that way. So in the States, people are doing it Wagyu.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. but you said there's a different way of doing it in America.
3: So, it can differ between like what grains they're eating. Okay. Okay. Do you guys I, still carry Snake River Farms? Say it again.
2: Snake River Farms. You carried yes, that once. Yeah. In some time. of our, some of our exotic meats. And that's some good stuff right yeah. there. They're okay. they're they're briskets. Yeah. When they were when I first started cooking brisket in, 08, 09, 10, somewhere in there you could get their gold label for like $89 delivered to the door. Mm-hmm. And what's it like Two twenty nine or something. Probably it's something crazy. Something crazy. But yeah, it's uh that's amazing brisket. Okay. That's what your, uh, your daughter loves so much was the, uh, the, uh, gold label
0: snake river. I ball fell asleep. Um, <laughs> all right. I, I, I just want to protesting because Joe won't let me lie down on the floor. <laughs> go ahead. Do it I'm not going to, I'm not going to steal your joy of laying down on the floor. And you don't know where that floor has been. Just saying. Doesn't matter. Five second rule. Um, yeah. I, I was always confused about that. I mean, my, again, like, my rudimentary understanding was yeah, Kobe beef comes from Japan and anything else is just Wagyu. So, but it's not that simple. It's, it's not, not that, that simple. It's not that cut and dry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, we've had this debate in terms of, and this all comes from one reading of Anthony Bourdain's uh, kitchen confidential, where if I go to a steak place Typically, the filet mignon is not considered a top. I think it's pronounced mignon. Magnon? Mike. Okay. Mike. Myg, Myg, it's a, it's a long eye. So, it took me, like, I did not realize that there are people who hold their nose up at filet mignon. It
3: happens. Why? It's a nice, lean cut of beef. That kind of right there is it's exactly right. Exactly so what why, I was is because of how lean it is. Okay. Um, Now, when you get up, like we were talking about before with with your your grades, when you get a really nice prime, it's going to have a lot of marbling in there. It's going to be super, you know, um, but because it's so lean, people are missing that fat content. Okay. So. And that's
0: where I find strip to be a good, happy medium. Absolutely. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. That's I'm, what I'm, team, a, I'm team not a team these it. days.
2: Well, so it's funny you, because we ate at uh, Emeralds Delmonico in the Venetian. Flex. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to Flex. It was, again, it was my birthday. Jessica, did Jessica you, took did me to a couple of things for my birthday. Did and you put in the level. order for the chocolate souffle that takes like an hour to make? We didn't do that. Oh, okay. They didn't have that there. Okay. Um, well, I did that at Emeralds in Miami. Flex. At Del Monaco In, uh, no. He's got some of their ones. was Fountain Blue. His restaurant, Merrill and... And I didn't realize we were at Merrill's last year for my birthday in New Orleans and I think it was a creme brulee dessert. It was amazing. But anyway, um, I got the I got the ribeye and she got the filet. And I rarely would ever say this, but that filet was so much better. It was just it was so tender, just almost melting your mouth. And the filet was great. You mean the ribeye? I mean, the The ribeye was great, but, man, that filet was excellent. Okay.
1: I feel like sometimes it depends on my mood, though, because yeah. I love a ribeye. Most of the time Me these too. days, I'll yeah. prefer a ribeye, but sometimes I just want a filet.
3: And I think a lot of people, especially with the filet, is, it's kind of like your Valentine's steak.
1: That's yeah, I mean, and, it's always
2: going to be more yeah, expensive, yeah. right? <clears throat> but it's it is so nice and tender. Okay. But yeah, we did not we did not flex on the $190 wagyu a5. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: did so not. that's that's kind of that gets me to my question. Like there's always we talk about this all the time whether it's for beer or bourbon or wine or whatever. Mm-hmm. What is your threshold this is for anybody? What is your threshold of saying yeah, I'm I'm never going to get my return on that. No,
0: I, I'm with you on right? that. I, it, again, it, it gets back to—I guess it, get, it gets back to the experience, right? So um, I, I'd be too, way too afraid I'm going to screw up a wagyu. Oh, I would never cook I, it myself. I, guarantee I have, you, you know, I would it. never do that. I would never do you that. Screwed I would it never up,
2: or you've cooked one? No, Jessica gave me one uh, two years ago for my birthday. Uh, she ordered one from some company online. I think she might have got it from you guys. I don't know. Anyway, she gave me—they gave me one—and I cooked it. And it's pretty freaking amazing.
3: Okay. okay. So I've so had you mark. didn't screw it up. Here's, here's the thing about Wagyu. You don't want to throw it on the grill.
1: Just <laughs> personal man. preference. Yeah. Um, Like when team you, cast iron here? Or? Yes. Yes, absolutely.
3: 100%. Yep. And yep. I mean, if I was going to recommend someone to go get a, a piece of Wagyu, let's say if it was a ribeye or a strip, I wouldn't ever go any thicker than an inch. Yeah. Because all you want to do is sear, that's sear, all it was. done. That's Basically all it was. Like, like tuna then. Exactly. Like, yeah. you,
1: you want it to be as rare as possible. Though. Pretty much.
3: Yeah. Because, I mean, it's going to melt in your mouth. I'll tell you, we um, when we went into Wilmington, we, we brought it in, and I ended up pretty much having to cut everything because all, all the new guys were, were worried about screwing it up. Um, <laughs> but you open that pack, and, I mean, you start touching it, in the, and it just starts melting in your hand. That fat just immediately starts melting. So what's the safe temperature to cook it when you sear it and sear it? Well, I mean.
1: You-
2: Knock his horns off and wipe his butt and thumb on a plate. What's that? Knock his horns off, wipe his butt, and thumb on the plate. Pretty okay, much. <laughs> that,
1: well, the thing is, the higher the grade, the more, <laughs> more flexibility you have in in yeah, things like that,
3: right? Time. Like Espe- it's with especially not with steak. that it's sushi grade steak. But yeah, um, but I mean, you, you know, you it's can funny go too, nice
0: and rare with sushi. Like that's the thing, you say, like a sushi grade tuna. Okay, I'm right. so used to eating sushi that right. I don't even I don't even think about it. Mm. But I'll admit that I get a little like oh crap, is mm. this undercooked?
3: But I guess it comes back down to, well, what am I eating exactly? Yeah. And you know, with, with sushi, it's, it's a sashimi grade. Right. So it's, it's pretty much all down to how quickly are you eating it? Yeah, From out of the ocean, on the boat, onto your plate, how quickly is is it there? Right. Right. <laughs> um, and obviously there, there is grades to it, uh, of course. Um, you don't usually need to be worried, you know, if, as long as you're not going to get a, a super low-grade low okay. piece, of, piece okay. of tuna.
0: So, to your, to your point, though, about, you know, what is it worth? I would never drop that amount of money to mm. buy that steak and cook it myself. Mm-hmm. That is a, I'm going somewhere for the experience, and you're paying for the experience. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. You know, it's, 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 it's something I get back to in a conversation that I had with uh, Todd Wright. No, not Todd Wright, with uh, Wright-Thompson. Todd writes an old radio host Oh, about, down in Tampa. About, about our cookout milkshakes. About, about cookout milkshakes. And because he wrote that book about. Paddington. Pappy. And I remember I actually. Happy Land. It, when, I, when I talked to him, I actually brought up a point that you made, Wayne. I said, I had, and like, yeah, you know, buddy of mine says he can find a bottle of bourbon at the ABC store that can go toe to toe with a 19 year old Pappy Van Winkle.
2: Well not a nineteen, they don't make one, but a fifteen or, or a twenty. F- whatever. Yeah,
0: yes. Joe, come on. Sorry. <laughs> <Damn>. I <laughs> thought we had a twenty no, we had a twenty-one.
2: No, we had uh they do 10, do 12, 18, 10 12, 13, 15, 20, 23, okay. and a very limited twenty-five uh, of you. Oh, okay, okay. Award.
0: Regardless, my point is that you what you're essentially doing is you are paying for the experience you're paying for the story you're doing all that stuff and he's like yeah that's exactly like what you hold in your hand is ultimate what it is so when you bring up a Wagyu, like I mean, that's not an experience of going to uh, a <laughs> to a butcher's market to me it's like a once in a lifetime thing though yeah right? but i like, want to make yes. sure like but i am too i screwed up would be i'm so, not doing so it. concerned but I'd if you're it telling up. me i gotta drop two hundred dollars or whatever it would cost me at a right. restaurant. Is I it ever
1: going to taste worth it? Is I my would question.
0: Ne- I wouldn't blink mm-hmm. because I would go. I'm at a special place. <laughs> yep, this is sure, a special sure, sure, evening. Yep. This is why my dad goes for that Louis. If the it's thir- not perfect. I send it back. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's why my dad goes for the Louis the 13th sometimes at restaurants and whatnot. You know, like he'll drop 300 some odd dollars for a two ounce poor freaking cognac <laughs> because seven
2: hundred blind pelican. Yeah, you're not getting it anywhere now for three because that bottle's five grand now. Oh, is it? Wow, oh, I've lost track. Bottle's they poured. They
1: poured one yesterday at the Pelican. Oh, did they? Seven hundred bucks. Seven
3: hundred bucks for, for, for a for Bloody a pour? Mary.
1: For a pour, two ounce pour. Two ounce pour. of that 13? Two ounce pour, Louis.
0: No Holy kidding. Cow. Dang, because like I remember, like the last time my dad yes. said he got one, it was like three hundred, three fifty. I know,
2: bought it. Dang. Hmm. It's
1: because you're having him, him on next week.
0: Does he wanna, does that's because you, you, hey.
2: you go with him high rollers. Does, does he want to
0: advertise? <laughs> <laughs> right. He just did. He got all the advertising he needed. I mean, geez.
3: Okay. Oh, but yeah, I think we found our wagon customers.
0: I mean, that's the thing. It's about the experience for me. So um, there's an experience in cooking. Mm-hmm. But there is a threshold, and like, how much am I going to spend to have that experience in cooking? Yeah. I wouldn't trust myself to drop that amount of money on a on a cut of I, meat.
3: I'll tell you that it, it, it
0: is. We have covered not that Joe and I do not trust ourselves. <laughs> we don't I, don't. I don't. trust myself on that. Somebody else bought and
2: gave it to me, so I trusted myself to cook hey, it. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there you go. I
0: screwed up the other day with Trader Joe's pork dumplings. <laughs> okay. Wow. How is that? Because that's an air fryer,
1: them. like no. no I left
0: them on. I left them on the pan too long. I was talking to the kids or something. The next uh, thing you know, I'm like, ah, damn it! I left them on there, and the bottoms were burnt. Of course, kids didn't care. They were just uh, extra no. crispy. But again, and again, this was like Trader Joe's gyoza. But again, you, you get my point. Yeah. I might not be paying attention. I might be entertaining, and I'm not like on it. Yeah, I'm screwed that's up. I don't want to do that. That's
2: why you do like I did. You cook it when nobody's there but yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you, you got a hundred dollar steak <laughs> on the pan. You just don't walk away.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's you fair. sit
3: there and praise it maybe are you light a candle a, uh, are you a reverse seer guy or oh no? yeah. Okay. yeah I wasn't for the longest time but then I uh, I went down that rabbit hole and put it I in,
0: have not left since put that bad boy in the oven for a bit mm-hmm. and then just throw
3: it on a cast iron you're good mm-hmm. to go what about, about either way? what
1: about sous vide? Sous
3: vide. So I have not I I know plenty of people that people, do. I do not have, have one, one myself. People ride. Do you got no, one oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: and and I and I used it several times early on like I do many of the gadgets Because that that's I own. good
1: for reverse sear, right? I mean Oh you, my gosh, yeah. it's you amazing, yeah. Theoretically, you can't overcook it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You yeah. set it, do your thing. Set it, and forget it. Maybe that's what I did.
2: But it's funny because when I got that sous vide, I, I got an educational cooking chicken because it says that you should cook chicken to one hundred sixty-five degrees to you know to get out any impurities. That's not actually true. If you're using a sous vide, it's one hundred forty degrees, but it's also for twelve hours at one hundred forty. So it's, uh,
1: okay,
0: so it it's a the same thing. thing. Yeah, okay, so, that makes sense. You know, I so went how long, a, how long is it for a steak? For like it depends. It's, it,
2: depends. it Yeah, it depends
0: you can, on your, your temperature. temperature.
2: Like on one of the cooking groups I was uh, that I was in for a while. Uh, People would literally do a, you know, 22, 24 pound brisket like six, seven days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then okay. they'd pull that out and put it on smoker. It'll take forever because no. you're at such a low
3: water temp. Jeez. Yeah. No man, I'm good. I think you're getting a little bit of a diminishing returns on that yeah, one.
0: Yeah, I was. I'd rather just. I'd rather take my chances throwing my. Uh, how much is a? I don't know a, a wagyu for one and throwing it on my Weber. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. do that at this point. What are we
1: having for dinner next Friday? Oh, exactly. A brisket. I just put it on last night. <laughs> Excited.
2: Like I'm, you know. I, that's I'm, I, I'm the Myron Mixon school. I want to cook it hot and fast and let it rest three hours. I'm ready to cook. That's it takes funny. me nine hours to do a brisket bread. It's that amazing. So.
1: I do not argue with that. I got uh, questions, though, real quick. Oh, yeah. Right, Probably not stop. real quick. But let's go. So if I want a filet-type cut, Mm-hmm. But I don't have fillet type money. What's what's your next recommendation? Petite I got I got butcher's market questions right now. Petite sirloin, petite petite
3: sirloin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Now sirloins are usually a little tougher. What's a petite sirloin?
3: So it's it's going to be a sirloin cut. It is still a sirloin um, cut. It it's sirloin, not a different sirloin. part. It's still it's, sirloin. You're gonna you're gonna find it in the case. Pretty much same size as, as your fillets: <laughs> six, eight, 10, 12 ounce. Um, kind of like your cheap man's fillet almost. Less, a uh, little, little bit more fat, um, but less marbling, but it's still fantastic.
1: Best way to cook it?
3: Petite, I'd probably throw on the grill or or cast iron, just like pretty much anything else. I wouldn't necessarily reverse sear it on that one, um, just because you don't have as much fat to go through. Yeah. Um, but uh, cast iron and, and grill, you can't go wrong. Recommendations for cooking New York strip? Cast reverse iron. sear.
2: Reverse sear. With yeah. a cast iron. I learned, I learned that one. Mm-hmm. And you're putting it in the oven and then...
3: Mm-hmm. Which you, I mean, you can do it either way. If you want to get your sear first and then finish off in the oven, you can do it that way. you it at all. Why
1: reverse sear? what do you, You're not running. You're not doing anything on that fat on the
3: side. Yeah, but that's that's really what you're getting from the reverse sear. Mm-hmm. Is, is it's running through the oven? Okay. Say you start it and you're starting to render that fat, and then once you want because you want that crust at the end. That's really what's making right. your, your steak really good. So once you you're pretty much cooking it to what temperature you want, anywhere from about ten to. Fifteen degrees prior, okay. Um, in the in the oven, then you throw it each side, taking stirring. it right
1: there on a hot cast. And you got to you got to run that
0: iron
3: hot. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Oh, you yeah. get that and you get that cast iron thirty ready seconds, to go. a minute tops on each side.
2: Uh huh. Just so you just so you get that crust. Exactly. So you're sending us away with a package of like it's got a ribeye, it's got a strip, it's got a um, <laughs> it's got a uh, a fillet, so we can go home Sample, and try yeah, this. Right? Sample, sampler pack. Well, well,
1: I I do want to ask because you know you're you're a trainer for, you know, for these guys. Do you now or have you guys thought about offering any um, education?
3: So, funny enough, um, where you're sitting right now used to be kind of our butcher school. Okay. um, Where we would kind of go through... Butching techniques, cooking the whole shebang. So we actually had tables set up in here, but that was for your staff. No, oh, it no, was. No. It was for customers. It okay. was. Uh, it was short lived, um, but it's something that we've we've always kind of thought about. At um, the
1: very least, do it like a YouTube channel or something. Yeah. Would and be that's, nice. The, if, if
3: you're one. part of the Steak of the Month program, um, we actually have the videos uh, that you actually find the QR code right there on the card, and it takes you through how to cook each month. Uh, is That's optional. great. Um, that's from Chef Eric Gephardt. He's awesome. Um, he's usually working on, on one of the Kamado Joes. Um, our last one, okay. he, he was actually he was in the kitchen. Um, but that is, education is, is really one of the big things that, that we try to kind of, Set us apart from everybody else. Especially well, that's what's going to keep people in coming store. back,
1: right? They want to have you want to give them the best, the best finished product. Exactly. But you're not giving them a finished product.
3: Yes. So. We want to. We want to be in your house without being in your house. Sure. You know, give when you walk out the door. We want to make sure you know what you're doing. And, tell us.
1: Tell us about the stake of the month club. Yeah. So,
3: um, so it's six month. Six month club, and uh, you start off. You, you, it's kind of a punch card, um, and, and every month you come in. Uh, you get you get a different cut, and it all started because you know we had a lot of customers who, who come in and got their ribeyes or their fillets, and they wouldn't really branch out. And as a butcher shop, we want them to experience everything that we have to offer. Um, so anything from you know our our North Carolina pork, pork butts, um, you know some of, some of your more prime, um, whether it, it might be a prime ribeye or um, you know, even our salmon. So allowing our customers to kind of figure out everything that we do in, in a six month program. So you come in, you, you pick up your steak, you walk up to the, uh, to the front, they punch your card and you're out the door. And when you go home again, you have those videos to, to look back on and you're on your way. Very cool. Well, everything was
0: great, man. As always, I appreciate, it. Uh, appreciate you having us out. Uh, appreciate you supporting us as well of course. on the podcast and uh, I don't know. We might have to uh, cook up some new ideas. <laughs> See what I did there? I do. Huh? Took my joke.
2: Uh, I told Jessica I was bringing stuff home for our Sunday, uh, Sunday dinner. Probably. Okay.
0: Well, you better because I've, I've got now. that gift
2: card. That every time I go, I will leave the gift card at home. Oh yeah. So I finally remember this morning, I'm like we're doing the podcast, and I grabbed it and threw it in my pocket. So nice, nice taking stuff home.
0: All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, what
1: do we got coming up next week? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I was gonna pull it up, and then I got distracted by like
3: a dozen <laughs> texts. We got a tailgate coming up soon, don't we?
0: We do. Ooh. Yeah, we do. November seventh, uh,
3: seventh. Uh, we'll be out at uh, PNC Arena
1: tailgate. <laughs> I don't have anybody scheduled for next week. I gotta, I gotta get on that.
0: Oh, I mean, I meant to give you a card because I went to Octrophy uh, Fest this past weekend, and uh, they had a new hemp joint that's opening up in Raleigh. A new joint. You know, C B D but you said hemp and joint.
2: Hemp joint another know, that was
1: an unintended pun. I didn't yes. even
2: understand what he said.
0: I don't know. The weed Wayne. The weed. The wacky tobacky. Oh. The lettuce. The hippie lettuce. I'm still working on my Colorado stash. No. <laughs> marijuana cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> regardless yeah i gotta i gotta pass along their information because i i explained that we're doing this podcast She's like oh, i'd love to come on it could be time again it might be time it might be time. I need some
2: cbd lotion i heard that stuff's amazing for your aches and your pains so, you know at my age i get those joe ja. hey man I do you it for boys sleep. are so young you i probably do it for don't. sleep
0: yeah. at this point <laughs> all right we'll see y'all next week cheers, cheers. Uh, good damn it good guys harmless habits put that in the fine jar <laughs>